right, so um, I should, and, and I'm sorry for being late. I was actually, I just wrapped up another recording of, um, you know, uh, the podcast. I know this week our schedule been kind of like a little bit sporadic. We had a bunch of cancellations, moving stuff around. It's like, I don't know. It's one of those things where you got to deal with uh, people's schedules. But, you know, obviously you hope they're uh, respective of your time and also like, you know, your production schedule. So a lot of stuff been moving around. However, we got a few episodes outside of this one that's dropping this week. And I'm excited to um, be talking to Flo Millie tonight, you know? was one of the people who, when Spotify gave me the opportunity, I, I said, hey, listen, I'm very interested in not only just, like, you know, her music, but her plight and kind of, like, her point of view on a lot of things. So, you know, I never talked to her, never met her. Uh, I thought this would be the great place for us to start with a virtual conversation and a virtual podcast off the record live on Green Room. So hopefully she'll be in here soon. I'll bring her on stage. Also, please share the link. I'm also thinking about doing some more green room stuff in terms of like, you know, maybe doing um, some podcasts where you guys could, you know, chime in. We could debate all that type of stuff. So those things are in the works. Let me try to find her. Okay. Forgive me, by the way. I'm still trying to figure this thing out. All right. Okay, okay, let me search. Let me search for her. Let me see, how do I search? Okay, here. Okay. I just followed her. So I think if she's in the room, She'll like pop up at the top of my list. Then I can bring her on stage. Okay, yeah. So we're just waiting for her to get on um get on the app. I believe she's not on yet. Someone says, Oh, she oh hey Brianna. She says uh she could also click ask to speak. Okay, cool. Oh, this is cool. Yeah, I apologize for being late. I literally just got done rapping like pretty much a two-hour, uh, you know, episode with with um, King Von's manager. <laughs> Yo, I don't know why I love the chat so much. Hey, Kareem. I see what's up with you. Let me see. I'm I'm still looking. Let me try to figure this out. Give me a second. Oh, okay, okay, okay. All right. Hey, yo, you know what I'll do real quick? I haven't done this before. All right. Like, no trolling stuff. Like, real shit, right? I'm about to bring... Let me see. Let me bring, like, one or two of you guys up on stage. Yo, yo raise your hand if you want to come on stage real quick. No trolling, bro. No trolling. Okay, damn. There we go. All right. Okay, Basil, I got you on here, bro. What's up? Yo, what's up? What's good with you, my man? How you enjoying the episode so far, man? Bro, I'm chilling, bro. I'm, I'm, I'm in, I, I don't know about you, but I'm in Wales. Do you know where that is? You're in where? Wales. Wales? Yeah, it's it's 12 in the night. Jeez. This is the time where I wind down, put a podcast on, and put like a timer on Spotify. Yeah. And yeah, just, yeah, just vibe out, man. Just go sleep, you know. Yo, podcast? Like, it, it, there's a few things that I listen to right before I go to sleep. Yeah, I'm one of those people. There's certain people who could go to sleep without, like... Like some people go to sleep with just in perfect silence and darkness and shit like that. Like, I can't. I can't. Yeah, no, I can't do it. So I usually got to put a podcast or like a show on. Like I've been on the same. I've been, I started this new show, and I'm on the same episode for like the last like three nights because I keep falling asleep in the middle of it. 
Yeah, for real. That's how it is. I don't know. I just can't go sleep in silence. I just can't. I don't know. So, yeah. I have to have at least, like, at least, I don't like them static noises as well. I like something like, I don't know. Like, yeah, I'm weird like that. Uh, I pulled somebody else up on stage as well. So it's, it's the first time I'm trying to, like, pull, like, the audience up here. Here we go. Yeah, what's up? Yo, what's good, man? Just chilling, bro. Just chilling. What you up to? Where you from? Uh, I'm from Florida. I'm in Florida right now. Florida? Which part of Florida? Tampa. Tampa? Oh, shit. Yes, sir. What's popping in Tampa? Yeah, I definitely couldn't hear what you were saying. Well, you said you couldn't hear what I was saying? Yeah, I said, what's popping in Tampa? No, I said Tampa be pretty lit. Um, not as much as Miami, obviously, but but Tampa be pretty lit, honestly. How's the music scene out there? The music scene, uh, a lot of DJs. People love DJing over here because we got a lot of nice clubs. We got a lot, a lot of nice clubs, so people just really? be DJing everywhere. Mm. How far is Tampa from like Orlando? I'm gonna be in Orlando like uh, literally in about like two and a half weeks. It's really just a hop and a skip, like. Depending where, like an hour. It's like an hour away. It's not too far. Mm. I'm bringing a Malik. I'm bringing up a few people. By the way, Flo Millie's on the way here, so like we're just gonna vibe off a little bit. Uh, like eventually, this is what I want to do on some of our episodes. I want to do this, and this is gonna be our thing. You know what I mean? Like, 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 just like a chat nigga exclusive type of stuff. You know what I mean? Where, like, just like how sometimes I go chop it up in the Discord. With like the people, yeah. you know what I mean? Like we could do like just like a live kind of podcast, more serious type of conversation, you know, kind of debate back and forth and you know, kind of have different opinions just other than you guys just hearing me. Cause I'm pretty sure you guys are ranted out for a little bit. Yeah. Nah, we like to listen to you, but but it's cool to be able to communicate live like that, you know, back and forth. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Definitely yeah. something different. Nah, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. All right, cool. I'm adding a couple more people. All right, who else is on stage? All right, so we got uh, yeah, I'm Stacy. What's good with you? Cool, man. Hey, low key. I've been um mediating your, your little situation behind the scenes with that chick from the stream the other night. Oh man, <laughs> listen, you can't mediate crazy, brother. I'm telling you, you can't. Yeah, I had to tell her, man. You got put them, put them screenshots down. All this <laughs> posting on the story, she going crazy. Yo, you hey, I tell you, you can't really negotiate with some of them, man. You just gotta, you just gotta, you just gotta let it go. I feel you, bro. That's what I told him, man. You ain't trying to be no OnlyFans model. Just vibe out. Yeah. Hey, no. hey, hey, that's all I'm trying to say. Hey, where, where you from, by the way? Miami. Miami. Like oh, originally from Miami, or like you moved to Miami? Carroll City, bro. From there. Oh shit, Triple C's. Hey, isn't it? That's where uh, Rick Ross was originally from, right? Yes, sir. Holy shit. Damn. Wait, how far is, like, I only know, like, Miami. I only know downtown Miami, bro. When I go to Miami, I literally go downtown, and that's it. I know, like, a little bit of Pompano. I know a place called Pompano Beach. Yeah. And I finally went to, um, you know I mean? I heard it in the songs. Opalaka, that place is a hood. What the hell? Yeah, that's where, that's where, where, where Carice are from. But you know where the Dolphin Stadium at? Yeah. That's Carice. That's a hard rock, right? Yep. Well, the new Hard Rock Stadium. Hard Rock is like in Broadway, like Hollywood, but Dolphin Stadium is Carroll City, though. Mm. Uh-huh. Okay, that makes sense. That makes well, sense. So, so, like, pretty much, what artists do you got Jack out there? Major Nine. That's what people from Miami listen to. Major Nine, the biggest dude. He produces really? beats and stuff like that, but that's the biggest dude in Miami, Major Nine, but... But yo, I bang him, right? Yo, yo. Sometimes, like, if I never heard of an artist, I can't tell if he's lit, lit, or like, you know, somebody just kind of giving the cosign. So I met him at Ross's event, right? So him and Ross just cooling, they're kicking it, right? And this dude, yo, the dude is like, he's like six eight, like, like he used to be a football player, or something like that. Exactly, exactly. He made beats and all that. He made an apple in my eye. He made calling my spirits from Kodak. He made a lot of beats. Oh, he did. He did call my spirits. Yeah. I think he did the to the max beat for Khaled and Drake. Remember the one that, that Khaled usually looked like he was having a seizure? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah that, <laughs> like I think he did that joint. Exactly. Yeah, that boy talented, man. 
yeah, nah, like he, he don't he don't look like he would be the like the prototypical type of guy like the, the, the but but he raps too though. He raps, he produces, he plays instruments, all that man. That boy talented. Mm. Uh-huh. Okay, okay. Hey, yo, real quick, yo, I think Flo Millie's in the building, so I'm gonna I'm gonna get y'all off stage and I'm gonna just uh, start up this conversation. All right. Appreciate you. Yeah, nice talking Love. to you, boss. Yeah. Love. Uh, right. How do I? Oh, shoot. Okay. I think you all just left. Great. Yeah, but guys, um, I love these like live conversations right here. I always wonder what you guys are thinking at every point or at any moment, like while I'm, you know, doing a podcast or whatever the case is. And like a lot of times when I'm listening to a podcast or when I film it, I usually have my favorite parts, but then the, the parts you guys like DM me about or hit me up about is like super random. So I'd rather have conversations about those things. So let me see. I'm going to send her invite again. Oh, there we go. Hey. We got Flo Millie on stage, by the way. Hopefully, I think she's here. Her mic is muted right now. By the way, yo, one thing I do like about the chat here, like, yo, they got all type of gifts. They got everything in this joint. Hello. Hey, how you doing? Yo, what's the How are you? I'm good. I'm good. How about you? No, I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good. Busy day today for me, but you know, listen, if you're not busy, like, what's the point, right? Right. Hey, them good problems to have, ain't it? <laughs> nah, it is. It is. Hey, hey, what's 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 your like, what's your um like day to day like these days looking like? You know what I mean? Like, how busy are you? Mm, I'm really busy. I was actually busy today. Like, as I'm on this call, I'm getting my makeup done because you know I thought we was doing a video chat, but you know. I'm always busy. I just came from Italy. Like, I've been, you know, working on my album. So, every day for me looks like just work, 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 pretty much. Italy? What's going on in Italy? Fashion week. The girls got to tap in. The girls got to tap in. Okay, girl, I see you. (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to be honest. I've never been to anywhere in Europe. (laughs) So, it's like, like, have you been to Europe before? No, this was my first time. So, it was dope. It was really dope seeing, like, their culture and shit. So yeah, it was cool. It's not your first time out of the country though, right? Yeah. Kinda what? you can say that. Yo. I never really traveled before I was famous, so yeah, this is my first time. Oh shit. And by the way, for everybody who's uh uh listening, uh welcome to Spotify Green Room and um this is a live episode of Fourth the Record Podcast with Woody Jackademics. I am very happy to have our guest Flo Millie here in the building. You know, we just gonna really kick it, have a casual conversation. Really, you know, it's a lot about getting to kind of know more about each other, know more about each other's story, and kind of like just connect the dots on, you know, um, putting the artistry and the story together. So, you know, like, formally, I, wait, I, I thought you were from um, you're from Alabama, though, right? Yep, I'm from Alabama, Mobile, to be exact. Yeah. How much of like, you know, I remember. Well, first of all, I was so I was born in Jamaica, right? Mm-hmm. So I wasn't born here. The first time I ever came here, a little bit of culture shock. Like when you first uh-huh. go, when you first go to like Italy, right? Right. Come from like Alabama. Like mm-hmm. what's the what's what's the fucking biggest thing that you're noticing that's just different? First of all, I noticed like they're not as flashy as America. Like they they preserve a lot of their things. Like even eating out there was different because like they bring out stuff one at a time. Like. They don't have, like, huge-ass cups and shit, like, when you're drinking and stuff. And, like, the style down there is different. Like, everybody's not wearing chains and designer and stuff. Everybody kind of got their own little, you know, style. So it's, it was cool kind of seeing everybody out there. Mm. Well, like, what you eat in Italy? Because the only thing I can think about Italy is, is like, pizza and pasta. Like, I mean... <laughs> Literally, that's all I ate was spaghetti. I ain't even about to hold you. Like, <laughs> I did not go out there taste testing. I was trying to play it safe, so... Yeah, dang. So, so I mean, these days, you're probably just, like, um, like just all over the place. I mean, for some people who are here who might not know, like, your, your plight and your come up, like, right. just kind of <laughs> just kind of give us, like, the rundown, like, 
you're fairly young, but like you've pretty much done a lot since you, you, you mm-hmm. like people knew about you. Right. Uh, give us the story. Oh, it's a long story, but um, okay. <laughs> um, well, I really started rapping at the age. Well, okay, I started making music at the age of nine. So, like as a kid, I was like in the church heavy. Like I had to go to choir rehearsal. Like that's kind of where the music part came into my life because it was like I had to be in church like all the time, involved in like plays and just all types of stuff so the acting and all that was like kind of in me as a kid and then in school I used to always like put myself in talent shows like all throughout elementary school middle school and stuff and when I was 11 me and my friends we we came up with a group called Real and Beautiful and like we all wanted to rap and like we used to like perform at her um, parents' restaurant, like, every weekend. But we didn't really have, like, the money to go to the studio and shit. So, like, it was kind of like a... We were just trying to get it out the mud type thing. But after that, it kind of, like... I don't know. Like, everybody went their own ways. I was the only one that kind of really was passionate about music. So when I got, like, maybe in high school, everybody kind of just stopped being cool. And then, like, I took a break from music because I was really depressed, like, one year out of that so I was just like when I got in high school I was just like trying to figure it out and then when I got in the 10th grade I started putting out music I started putting out like freestyle videos on Instagram and like they would get a lot of attention like it was just like I would kind of go viral here and there and then that's where it started like I kind of got a little fan base doing that and then when I turned 18 my song beef kind of started to like pop off so that's really the story right there. Yeah. So, like, I mean, first of all, what church is like? What like what type of church was it? And also, not like I read online that you wrote your first song at nine, right? Like, mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> like, were you taking music serious? Like, or is it just like some a way to kind of maybe you know, you know, kind of just gain popularity? Or did you just always just no. like? It? No, I definitely was taking it serious. Like, I wanted, I would beg my mom to go to the studio, like, every day. And, like, it was definitely something that I I was passionate about. But I didn't really, I didn't come from, like, you know, money. So, it's like, we couldn't really just get up and go to the studio type shit. So, when I started working jobs, like, at the age of 16, I would, like, save up my money and go to the studio. And that's how I was able to put out music. But I really couldn't put it out because the beats weren't mine like I was going on YouTube getting beats like basically stealing beats type shit and just putting songs out on SoundCloud and shit it's a jack of a beat hey, hey by the way the, the, the beat song right that was over like a, a Playboy Cardi instrumental ain't it? Mm-hmm. that I got off YouTube oh did you know it was like 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 some Cardi shit before or you just kind of like Nah, I knew it was Cardi. I was a fan of Cardi. Like, I, I knew about the Beef song back in 2015. I never thought a day in life I would, like, remix it. But, like, literally one day I was just at home, bored as hell, and the beat popped up on my YouTube, and I just started freestyling over it. And then I put a video on Instagram, and, like, everybody was like, make it a song, make it a song. But I never made it a song till like, maybe five months later. I just was impressed about it like that. And then... I put it on SoundCloud and like maybe a couple months after that, it just started going crazy everywhere. And then I got a record deal. Yo, like uh, social media platforms really kind of helped you like kind of gain some attention, right? With like your music and everything. I mean, were you implementing like any type of like little tactics to kind of... Of course. I definitely had intention behind everything because like I could like, I literally had to get it out the mud. Like I, okay, so let me tell you what I would do. So I worked at McDonald's when I was like 17 and every day I would go like after school, I would work from probably like five to like 10 or some shit. So I really wasn't getting money like that, but I would take my check like, okay, say my check was like $250. I would take half of that and I would go to the best studio in my city and like record a song. But I, okay, so basically what I would do is I would make a video, like, let's use beef, for example. I made a video rapping to, like, 30 seconds of it, and I would post it on Instagram. And then I would go and record it. And then after that, I would hit up, like, an Instagram influencer, like, say somebody who was, like, an IG dancer that had, like, a million followers. And I would pay them the other half of my check and promote it 
and that's how I would gain attention to my songs. And then after that, it just kind of happened like organically. But yeah, I would definitely like do that with every song that I was trying to put out. I would always like promote it or, um, you know, just do shit, make little videos in the car. Like you got to put into your shit, honestly, regardless of social media, because that's really how you're going to get an outcome like working hard with that shit so. i mean like really on, on that level like you're pretty much investing like that's a heavy investment in yourself where you're like you're pretty much just putting the the rest of your check just kind of into mm-hmm. kind of marketing it right like so you yeah. knew something was gonna happen yeah. um I, I i read that you uh you were inspired by uh Nicki minaj mm-hmm. a lot like how did you know Nicki kind of have like an um a inspiration on you becoming the artist you are um, okay, so when I was a kid, I would, um, it was this show called 106 in Park, and it would come on every day, like, me and my sister would watch it, and I remember one day, I was in, like, the fifth grade, and I came home from school, and, like, Nikki was just going crazy on the TV, I just remember, like, coming home from school, and I'm just looking at the TV, and she was just going nuts, and I remember that moment, like, I told myself, I was like, yeah, that's some shit I want to do, because, like, it's you just- remember what song it was? I think it was, um, I believe it was Hello, Good Morning with her and Diddy. Mm. But I, I knew about Nicki before that. Like, I think Itty Bitty Piggy was the first song I ever heard that's about. That's Yeah, for sure. So, yeah, that's pretty much how I was inspired. But I would always watch Nicki videos as a kid all the time, like, just out of pure entertainment. It wasn't even, like, I didn't even notice I was studying her, but, like, just loving her naturally it just she was a part of my childhood and like my era growing up so yeah and that's like a uh, like someone who's coming up you know as like a female MC, right like mm-hmm. um it's women's history month right like you mm-hmm. know like i've seen also which i think you know this is just like one of the ultimate creative women who really broke down so many barriers and just kind of like allowed for just creativity on so many levels. I've seen that you, you really fucked with um, uh, Missy Elliott. You know what I mean? Like, like, yeah. like how does that, like, you know, um, inspiration kind of, like, get passed down? Uh, well, my mom, she, like, you know, growing up in the household with my mom, she's, like, a music head. So just really, you know, having to listen to stuff that she made me listen to, that's how I kind of, she's very cultured. Like, every year we would, sit together and watch the BET Awards. So I kind of grew up in a household where, like, my mom would play Missy. She would pay, play all types of different music, like soul music from gospel to rap. Like, so I kind of got a wide range of listening to different shit growing up. Uh, yeah, I, I seen I seen Erica, Erica Badu. Um, who, who else were you, like, really into? I was into my pop bag. I ain't even gonna lie. Like, I kind of, I loved Fergie growing up. Cassie, Rihanna, Beyonce. Pink was cool. What was the other girl name? Shakira. I love Shakira. Oh, yeah, definitely. Right. <laughs> <laughs> definitely. <laughs> Carrie Hilson. Like, I, I, I was in love with all of them, so... Yo, yeah. I low key forgot about Carrie Hilson recently. And I seen some pop up on the shade room, and I, and I, and it, I think it was someone doing like a rendition or doing like a dance to like her video. Uh, or whatever. Oh yeah, I know what you're talking about. I know yeah. it was Doja Cat. I think it was Doja Cat. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly, exactly. Like th- that. That reminded me of like that was like such a special era where there were a bunch of just like women who were, you know, kind of doing like their own version of what would they like to do with music and it was just like a really fun time i mean what do you think about now like um do you what do you think about the state of music now when it comes to like you know other female talent in the game mm, i definitely think it's like way more now than it was before like i feel like it's more female rappers now um i don't know man that's a tough question like I, I can't really speak for everybody else, but I do think it's a lot of talent out there still. I know a lot of people don't really agree with that, but it's like at the end of the day, we all have our time. We all have our era. So certain generations not going to understand what we deem as art or, you know, real music. So I think everybody doing their thing, though. I really love how we have so many um, female artists that are different. Like we have Coley Ray to mulatto to cardi b nikki like it's so many different ranges 
and everybody's not really the same in my eyes. So I think it's cool. Yeah, speaking of like even Coleray, like you guys were in the same freshman class, right? Like uh, that was the last one, and honestly, that was the first time I heard about you. The first really? time I heard about you. Yeah, that was the first time I heard. Well, no, no, not the first time I heard about you. It was it was the first time. Mm-hmm. Well, I heard about you for one song before, and then no, that was probably the first time I seen. To me, it was it, so even though whatever about the freshman list, mm-hmm. I looked at that. I was like, oh, she's made it. You know what I mean? So it's like, mm-hmm. I heard about you, but I was like, okay, she probably has some more work to do. Mm-hmm. Once I seen you on the freshman list, I was like, oh, okay. Like, shit, I must be sleeping. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, man, stop sleeping. What What did making the freshman list kind of like, you know, um, what did it do for you? What did it change? And like, you know, what was that process like? Um, I wouldn't say it really changed anything, but I think it was, it was, it was a fun experience. It, it was eye-opening to me to see, like, the process of it, to be there. And, like, I always wanted to be on the X, XL freshman cover. So to actually make it and, you know, face my fear of, you know, being on there, it was it was a moment for me. So I, I loved it. Wait, you had a fear? <laughs> why, were you, why were you scared? I wasn't scared. I was just say like, you know, just... It'd it, it be, be like a full circle moment when you when you be manifesting things or you speak things in existence and you're actually living them. It's like a damn, like I'm here. Like sometimes you question yourself and you like, am I ready for this? But you wouldn't be ready if you wasn't there. So it just be like a little, you know, thing like that. But I'm sure every artist deal with that though. What's the most surreal thing, or I don't know, maybe the most like you know, say you meet someone that you you probably can't believe that may have known you when mm-hmm. you first met him? Like, who is that? Oh, uh, damn, that's a good question because there's a lot of people. You're like, I, I would I, have I, to say when I, when I um, saw ASAP Rocky and Rihanna, that was mm-hmm. a, like, damn, like, he was telling me how Beef was his favorite song and shit, and it was just cool to know, like, people actually watching. So, yeah, that was dope. But I can't think of off my head, like, you know who really had me shocked, but that one was one of them. Yeah, now nah, I could, now nah, I could imagine. Damn. Um. So I mean, like, who haven't you worked with yet that you're trying to work with? Mm. I'm definitely trying to work with Doja Cat. Um. Yeah, I feel like like most of the, you know, um, I feel like most people just love Doja Cat. What is it about Doja Cat? I don't know. She's just fun. I really love her personality. She's very um, versatile in my eyes. I think, you know, her story is dope. And, yeah, and she, show, she shows love all the time. So, yeah, I like Doja Cat. Have you noticed, like, you know, like, uh, and I don't know how much you're still around, like, you know, Mobile, right? But, like, mm-hmm. how is, like, how has people's, like, you know, you know, perception of you or, like, added towards, added toward, towards you change? Like, are they claiming you a little bit more? Is it kind of a thing where, you know, you're, you're seeing people kind of switch up a little bit? How's that? I mean, people always gonna switch up, but, uh, yeah, Mobile wasn't really fucking with me, I don't think, in my eyes. But Why not? I don't know. I, I don't think it wasn't that they wasn't fucking with me. I feel like they just didn't know who I was. Because, like, I didn't come out. Like, my songs were, like, more on the global aspect versus, like, everybody else from Mobile. They get hot in Mobile first. And then it's, like, you know. But then again, I'm the only girl from there that, like, really, you know, took off. And my music isn't. It's not really like Mobile style. Like if you go down to Mobile and you really know the culture down there, I don't rap like that. So it's like that that could be another reason too. So but I don't know. We're going to see. I'm going to go to Mobile this weekend. So we're going to see. <laughs> hey, yo, you sampled, uh, I, I believe on um on um PBC, you sampled uh, Shikari, right? That's Shikari, like right at the beginning? Yep, that's her. Yep. Um, like, you know, why did you sample her? And like, you know, what are your thoughts on, you know, like she came under a lot of like, you know, scrutiny for mm-hmm. some people kind of feeling a way about, you know, her just kind of being kind of proud of, you know, her accomplishing her goals and mm-hmm. her thing. Like, what's your thoughts mm-hmm. on the whole thing? Um, I really like Shikari. Um, I may I put her in the song because 
I loved how she was doing her thing as a young black female from the South, you know, I could relate to her. I feel like, you know, her being in the spotlight and also with the public humiliation she went through, like I could relate with that too. So, you know, anytime I feel like I can relate, I would love to collab. And I thought it would be perfect. I thought it fit perfectly in the song. And how I feel about her and um, her confidence, I mean, I don't really have a problem with it because I feel like a lot of times people in this generation, they're so obsessed with humbling people and we need to get more familiar with making everybody feel like confident and they should feel, you know, comfortable to be confident. Like you shouldn't be obsessed with making somebody feel bad about, you know, their talent or whatever. But I mean, to each his own. If you don't like somebody, you you can keep scrolling. Like I don't really dig into all that. If I don't like somebody, I'm not gonna follow them. I'm not gonna, you know, it's not gonna be none of that. So yeah. Do you kind of take that same approach for like your career? Because like, you know, when when it comes to like, you know, female MCs, especially black ones, right? Like, you know, people kind of sometimes don't like if you're too outspoken, right? Like if you're too outspoken, like, you know, it comes with all type of connotations that, you know, um, could almost like try to shame you as an artist or make it seem like you're stuck yeah. up or whatever. Um, how do you? Well, I simply, I just stay myself. I don't try to like fit in with anybody. And I feel like, you know, I'm really traditional and I have one goal and my goal is to be successful. So I don't try to get caught up in petty shit. I mean, I might do some here and there, you know, cause you have to, it's social media. You have to like, we're not back in times where shit was just all on TV and all this. Like we really have to be smart with marketing, but I don't, I'm not that type of person in real life. So I'm not going to pretend to be like messy and shit on the internet, fucking with people and just trying to get clout. Cause it's weird to me and that's not who I am. So I, you know, if a real situation arrives, like I'm going to stand on everything I say, but like, as far as trying to like, I wouldn't want any of that overshadowing, overshadowing my music. So that's why you don't see me doing weird shit in the media. Have you, have you noticed like, you know, compared to, you know, your other counterparts who are also doing music, right? Um, do you feel like, do you feel like you being a black woman from Mobile, Alabama, do you feel like the plight is harder? Um, do, do, do you feel like you get like different treatment or do you feel like, you know, it's about the same as just the industry is, is going to be what it's going to be? I feel like, mm, I wouldn't say I I get treated differently, but I will say it is a little bit harder because, you know, but it's not just me because everybody is from different parts of the world. But you got some people who grew up around a lot of culture, who grew up in L.A. or who grew up in New York or in Atlanta, and they had a lot more resources than people who grew up in a small town who didn't have, you know, a lot of people there who couldn't tap in. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I feel like in a, in that aspect, yeah, it was harder because I didn't grow up around, like, I had to use what I had, you know what I'm saying? So it's not like I was around a bunch of, like, street niggas or around a bunch of, like, celebrities. Like, it's not celebrities running in and out of mobiles. So it's like, you just really had to use what you had. But I don't think it's harder now because it's like, everybody got the same 24 hours. Now I'm in this position. I could do anything, you know, to my advantage to make myself better in any aspect. So I feel like it's not harder now, but, you know, of course for somebody else that's trying to make it and that's in the same position. Yeah. I would think it was hard. It was harder. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so uh, 2020, right. You get nominated for um, best new artists at the BET awards. Right. Mm-hmm. And like, I usually think when an artist is in that phase of their career, it's kind of like it's in that prove it stage, stage of trying to get people to know you and, you know, know your music, know your craft, right? Like you're a little bit beyond that at this point, but where do you particularly, do you still think that you're, you're, you're kind of still on the prove it grounds to kind of, you know, like you're introducing yourself to people or do you think that like you're, you're almost like on that sophomore level of, Hey, listen, I just got to do the, do the work and give a great body of work for, you know, to mm-hmm. get that recognition. Um, I would I would say I'm on the cusp because I don't feel like I've proven myself. I feel like everybody has seen a certain side of me, but I I only have one body of workout. It's not like I have a bunch of albums out. So I do feel like I have a lot to prove. But as far as everybody knowing me, I do think I'm more familiar to a lot of people. 
but I still do feel like I have a lot more to prove. Though. When it comes to like um like uh shows, right? I see like they just announced the new um, Rolling Loud lineup for Miami. You're on it, right? Um, you've done Rolling Loud before, I believe, and you did like uh you know Lollapalooza and a bunch of other uh, other like festivals. What do you prefer? Like, do you prefer like doing your own type of shows, or like you prefer those like big festivals? Um, I like festivals more, cause I mean, other than doing like college shows, I haven't really been on tour yet. So, so far, the festivals really to me show the most love. So, I really like festivals more. Yeah, nah. Yeah, festivals give like a new type of you know, it's a. And, and I've talked to like a lot of artists about it. Like when when they're at festivals, it's like just a different type of atmosphere, and also they're very welcoming. You know, right. you feel like by performing there, like you're also like converting certain fans who might not know. Like for example, like mm-hmm. I, I I remember I know I brought up the uh, freshman list thing, but I remember when I when I saw you do the freestyle, I was wow. I was like, oh shit, you know what I mean? Because you know that, that's one of the things that people kind of like. You know, we're always gonna be gravitated toward like the the the. Mm-hmm. Like, the 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 freestyle whatever the case is but mm-hmm. these days every time you're either on stage or you're on social media or you know you're anywhere it's an opportunity to kind of like gain more fans or kind of like show someone something they didn't know before so like is that one of the reasons you like being at these festivals definitely because i feel like we merging fans in a way because like you got to think about how many people be on those like lineups and like it's different types of artists. It's not just rappers. You got different people. So you you really opening up your talent to different fan bases. So I feel like it's another advantage. I didn't really think about that, but really it's the vibe. It's like you get to see all your peers. Like you get to see all the people that came there to fuck with you. So it's really everything mixed together to me. Yeah. I, um, back to the the, the uh, freshman list. Out of everybody on that list, who are you still closest with, right? Mm. <laughs> or have you just like not talked to anyone? <laughs> I'm pretty antisocial, so I don't really. I mean, like me and Ruby, oh. we talk here and there. Like I talked to Ruby before; we was hanging out a while back. But um, I don't really, I don't really know them for real. Like other than you know on social media, but we don't have like personal relationship you're not like buddy buddy with artists and stuff i mean a couple but not not that many though you got to think i came up in a pandemic so like think about it like soon as my i put out my mixtape everything i remember being on like a um it was some little tour that i was gonna go on with two other female artists and like literally driving to the thing like they told us to turn around like everything and shut down so i was in the middle of a pandemic, I didn't really get the same experience as any other artists that came out before that. They got to like perform when they shit was hot. Like I had to perform a whole year later. Like so it was crazy. So I didn't get the experience of like meeting other people because everybody was just inside. It wasn't, we weren't able to. So I don't know, hopefully this year and next year and every year after we could, you know, mingle and get to know people and shit. Yeah, I think, you know I never really think about that, but you know, I remember talking to even recently Roddy Rich, right? Like he reminded me of it, right? Like he was talking about his album rollout and mm-hmm. he was just talking about like, hey, listen, since the last time I dropped an album, the pandemic hit. And everything yeah. that you guys and like, you know, you're not taking into accountability. Like I had to move over here because nothing was open over there. I'm trying to record an album. Mm-hmm. Everything's changing around. So, I mean, like, really, like, other than, like, you know, maybe a few shows that, you know, you can you can do or you can really get to tour as usual, like, what do you feel like, you know, now that you're seeing now that you felt like you, you probably missed out on probably, like, for the last two years? Honestly, um, I just feel like it wasn't it wasn't fair. I don't know. Like, I I, I would say I missed out on money for sure. And of course, it was a lot of studios closed down. And, you know, as an artist, like the shit happened fast for me. So I don't really believe I was a artist when when beef blew up. I was just a girl that loved to rap and got an opportunity. I believe that I'm I had artist development over the year. But like I would say, like, of course, not being able to go to certain 
events and just things being weird. Like it was just hella weird. We had to take COVID tests for every single thing, like on top of getting COVID. So it was just like, it was kind of like, I was an inter- like internet celebrity. Like, of course people knew who I was on the internet, but in real life it was like, I wasn't able to like really enjoy it. But you know, everything happened for a reason. So. Hey, as I'm thinking about Mobile, Alabama, um, wait, isn't Young Blue from Mobile? Or am I tripping? You said Young Young Blue? Yeah. Yeah, he's from my city. Yeah, Blue from my city. Ah, uh, okay, okay. Wait, wait, do you guys have a relationship? Have you, you know, like, have you guys, like, you know, at least tapped in? Because, like, I I only know he's from there because, like, he keeps saying it every time on Instagram. He keeps saying what? He from Mobile? Yeah. He's the only person who I know really from there than you. Like, it's not somewhere where I'm seeing a bunch of artists come from. Well, it's not not really a bunch of artists. I mean, the only other person that came from Mobile was, like, Rich Boy. And then you got Blue, you got No Cap, Rallo, and me. Oh, shit. And OMBPZ. Yeah. Wait, so do you have, like, a... a, a, um, You have any relationship with, with Blue? Yeah, I know Blue. I've been new Blue. <laughs> like, I've been listening. I knew about Blue since I was in eighth grade. Like, Blue went crazy in the city first. And then he, like, blew up, like, maybe, I think in eighth grade, he had this one song called Go Ahead. And then I forget which other song that blew him up. But, yeah, I've been known Blue. Mm. Is it, so, so, like, when it comes to, like, the city, right? Like, you know, I know you said Rich Boy. I didn't even know Rollo was from Mobile, Alabama. Yeah. like what's the temperature there musically though because like you know you know in like certain places you know there's obviously a te- like for example if somebody says memphis you could almost kind of imagine the music scene like what's the music scene like in now alabama right now um i don't know like i mean like besides all the people i just told you about like that's recent, so it really was no music scene down there until like 2020. Other than Blue, like it was no music scene down there. So, wow. Hey, listen, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna play. Uh, tell me if you're down to play this real quick game. I'm gonna do a game of this or that. I'm gonna give you, I'm gonna give you two options, and you gotta pick one. Um, and you gotta tell me why you're picking the one you're picking. All right. <laughs> All right. So, and it's just going to be on, like, you know, just kind of preference. Like, you know, if it's two artists, like, you know, probably who you want to work with or whose music you like more, you know? Um, nah, here you go with that slick shit. Here you go. Uh, it's it's, it's going to be legend. It's going to be legend. It's not nothing. nothing. Uh, now, I was trying to figure out, like, who kind of, you know, more represents, like, you as an artist and you as a person. You know what I mean? Like, for example, like, 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 say, like, Jay-Z or Nas. Like, who, who would you prefer? You know, like, uh, okay. mm, Jay-Z. Jay-Z, yeah. Because I'm more familiar with Jay-Z, if mm. I'm honest. I know who Nas is. I'm familiar with him, too. But, like, my mom blasted Jay-Z all the time. So, like, and, of course, with me loving Beyonce, I, I'm more familiar with him than anything. So. Mm. What, uh, any Jay-Z, like, you know, song or, like, you know, album that kind of comes to comes to mind? That's your favorite? Hmm. I like You Must Love Me by Jay-Z. Hmm. Uh, if you could do a song, and I know this is tough. This is going to be tough. I'm not trying to get you caught up. But you you, you could do a song with either one of these two people. Okay. Lauren Hill or Missy Elliott. Oh, my God. You just had to. Um... They're both queens. Yeah, but, like, you, why you put me in that position, though? Because, like, you know I love Missy, but mm. well, we all know Lauren Hill ain't ain't finna fuck with nobody for real. So I'm gonna have to go with Missy. Yeah. Mm. Um what about if you could do a song with Abel or Roddy Rich? Mm, Roddy Rich. Okay, Atlanta or Miami. If you could live in either. <laughs> um, ooh, Miami 
Miami is crazy, but they they both um I would say Miami. Yeah, Miami. Mm, okay. Uh, I mean, if who, who, which producer like is your dream producer to work with that you haven't worked with yet? My dream producer. Yeah. I'm so mad because I'm I can see his face but I can't think of his name. What's um Describe him. I'm so mad. What's his name? That one. Where is he from? Where is he from? I hope you up. He be in Atlanta a lot. I don't really know too many Atlanta producers. Metro. Metro for oh, sure. Oh Metro. Okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah, Metro. I'm pretty sure you're gonna like, you know, um like Touch pass with him. Yeah, I'm definitely, I'm definitely positive that we're gonna do something. So. Okay. Right. Um. Ruby Rose or Mulat? <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> oh. Nah, nah, you, you can pass on that. I'll, I'll give you the pass on that. Okay. Pass on that. I'll give you the pass on that. I mean, uh, so, 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 what, what's your plans for the rest of the twenty twenty two? My plans is to put out a fire ass album and just grow as an artist and to travel. And yeah, I want to start doing shows in other countries because, you know, I feel like they'll be lit. So, and also being on like award shows, winning awards. That's my plan. How important is it to like, you know, just kind of have like a sound that's like global? You know, you kind of mentioned, you know, traveling overseas before but like you know sometimes when people are making music they could only think about yo they just want this to be played in the hood or this to be played in the clubs but it seems like you kind of have like a global type of you know outlook even from some of the artists you kind of even grew up uh looking up to uh-huh yeah um somebody told me a long time ago it was like if you make music for the hood it's not gonna leave the hood and i always remembered that so i feel like it's important to be versatile as an artist if you want to stay here for a long time because you want your shit played in the hood but you also want your shit played in forever 21 or you know wherever it might be so that's my outlook on it mm. yeah and so like you know crafting an album like it what's what's the process because you know uh you're obviously clever when it comes to you know just putting together music but like how do you create it is it like you just like kind of off the top of the head, you kind of doing a lot of writing. How do you pick the beats? Like, what's the process of like when you go in the studio to kind of create some shit? It depends on how I feel, for real. Like, I gotta be in a certain mood. Well, it depends on what mood I'm in, honestly, on what type of music I'm gonna make. But sometimes I go in there, I freestyle. But if I'm really trying to do something, like if I have like a real intention behind the song, I'll write sometimes. You know, so it just depends. It's it's really different ways that I make music. Hey, listen, I'm I'm looking in the chat. Hey, you have like a name for like your audience? Yeah, they're called um Flow Military. <laughs> Flow Military, that's fire. Yeah, that's their name. That is fire. Uh, <laughs> uh by the way, somebody in the chat says you killed that snot feature. That was great stuff. Oh, thank you. What is your favorite feature you did? Mm, my favorite freak. I would have to say that one. Yeah, that was my favorite one. And I did that feature so quick. And I just knew, I knew it was going to be lit. When I made it, I was like, yeah, they're going to fuck this shit on TikTok. <laughs> is that like, is that one of the things that also probably helps you kind of thinking like, you're not, this shit about to go? Like, what's the litmus test? Is it like, okay. Like, okay. Let me tell you, because I, I personally don't give a fuck what nobody thinks. So I'll be on some type of shit like, all right, if I like the song, that's all that matters. Because I know my fans, they connect with me on a deep level. So if I like it, I know they're going to like it. So I don't ever question it like, oh, 
is this good? No, it's like, no, I got taste. I have great taste. So I know if I like the song, they're going to like it. And I always think about like, what can I say that's going to make people like have a good time? Like I'm always about creating a vibe. Like that's really my intention with my music. Like what can I do? What beat could I pick to where it'll put people in a happy mood? Like, but also where I could be speaking some real shit to where they can relate to it. So that's really my thing. So you don't, you don't really like kind of think about because sometimes people be trying to knock, you know, like artists for like having songs that work on TikTok or like, you know, work for certain demographics. It's like they try to use it as like a knock, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. I, I mean, it's just the generation we in. It's the time. It's the era we in. Like we can't really control that. Like it don't matter how much motherfuckers don't like TikTok, it's still going to be there. So and we can't really control the fact that our music is blowing up on there. But. I mean, I don't really mind it. I mean, I know it's important to be global and not just a TikTok artist, but I don't see myself as a TikTok artist, you know. Mm. Hey, listen, if you don't mind, we we have like a few people who's in the the chat. I think they might want to come on stage. Uh, I'm going to let up like, I think we got like a couple of your fans in here. Okay, cool. Let's see see if they're done. You guys could use the... uh, Hand raising function, and I'll bring you guys up on stage. Hold on, let me see. Yeah, you guys just raise your hand if you're trying to get on stage. You could ask her a question. Cause I see y'all going crazy in the chat. All right. Let me see here. Can y'all hear me? Yeah, what's good, man? Leo. Can you hear me? Yeah, 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 yeah. We can hear you. What's up? What's what, what's good, Act? What's good with you, man? Yeah, Flo. So, um, Flo Millie, I just want to ask you one question. I've been trying to get in contact with your manager, um, Ebony. Uh, he asked me to uh, email her, and uh, I'm just trying to uh, get in contact with her because I want to see if I could do an internship with her. I was wondering if you could help me. Oh, my God. Bro, you came on here looking for her manager, dog. Ebony? Yeah, I've been, I've been trying, man. <laughs> I'm trying to get it by any means, you feel me? All right, I, I'm I'm sure that message will be passed along. But do you have a mess? You have like a question for for her brother? <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, are you just trying to get that internship, huh? <laughs> hey, you gotta respect the girl, man. You gotta nah, respect I, I, I respect it. I respect <laughs> it. I respect it. I'm pretty sure there was a time where like you was on your grind, where hey. you know. I ain't gonna lie, I did it a couple times. So hey. Yeah, no. Nah. I mean, like, you kind of told us some of the like little tactics you kind of did, like you know, with, with marketing and stuff like that. Yeah. What's like, what's like one of the things that because sometimes it was hilarious when people saw that, like, you say for example, Juice Roll, right? Juice Roll used to be in people's comment sections and just like, yo, you know, like you you think that's spam, but he used to be like, yo, check me out as an artist or whatever the case is, like. <laughs> what's one of the things you used to do that like that um you know what i mean now you probably see a lot of other people do or you probably like they wouldn't believe that you did before you got on i definitely would dm hella people like just like people i felt like could help me like instagram influencers you know like to post my videos i'm like but see i wasn't doing it i wasn't trying to like just get them to do it for free i was like coming with the bag so it was like on some shit like hey i'll pay you this that's probably the only thing they'll say I, I didn't DM them for it, so but yeah. Nah, they gotta respect the bag though. <laughs> gotta respect the bag. Uh Bree Harper, I see I see you in the um in, in the in the chat. Uh I guess you don't want to get on stage, but um and Najla, I see you're requesting to get on. Uh she said, How was your first show experience and was it surreal? Were you nervous? Um, yes. It was it was definitely a full circle moment and I was nervous as hell, but you couldn't tell though. 
Like I, I put any time I get on stage, like all that shit just leave my body. Once, once the music starts, like I make it my mission to just be focused on, like you know, give putting on the best show. You ever had like an embarrassing experience? Yes. Oh my god, it was so fucking embarrassing. Um, I had a show one time at this college, and like I don't know whose fault it was, but I think it was the school's fault. But like. They had my music playing in my inner ears, and it wasn't playing outside. So, like, I'm performing a song quiet as hell, <laughs> and nobody is moving me. And I'm, like, trying to figure out why, but, like, it was a sound problem. But, yeah. That's oh, so you, oh, you thought they're hearing it, but they just not rocking with you. Oh, shit. Yeah, because I was confused. I knew something was wrong, though, because, like, I just couldn't really. Normally, like, the, sh- the stage would be shaking a little bit because, you know, the speakers would be loud as hell, but. No, they didn't have the music on, so. Mm, you ever forgot lyrics or something like that? Hell yes. I, I think I forgot my lyrics like twice before. But that'll never happen again. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I think that comes with like practice and experience though. Like, I'm pretty sure like when you go on like a big tour or whatever the case, I think that's what you really want to do. I think when, when you do that and like you get to, get to rehearsals and you just kind of get in the groove of kind of being on stage like every other night or every night or whatever the case is like right. it's just it's you're just at that point where it you aren't the veteran at doing shows yet but like I, if i was an artist like that i, I should that'd be the be- best part of, <laughs> i can't even speak the best part to me you know what i mean like yeah. just get stage performing your art some of mm-hmm. you made probably just in a studio with you and an engineer now mm-hmm. you got like thousands of people rocking out with you right that's how it Hell yeah, this is the best time for real. I mean, some people don't really see it that way. And sometimes I be having to like come back to reality, like, nah, this is the best. Like you gotta enjoy the times right now where you're developing because it's the shit you can do right now, you ain't gonna be able to do later on. So it's like you gotta enjoy every phase as an artist, to be honest. Mm. You're never gonna get this this those first couple of years or when you first come out you're not gonna get that feeling again like everything is different it's different levels like kind of like you in school type shit moving to the next grade it's never gonna be the same you know it's like you always learning new shit and developing hey and by the way Bree said that she said she was with you at your first show she said she believes it was at usc she said the school went crazy and she said she was yelling every word oh yes wait was that in la I think I do remember that. Yeah. That's crazy. No, I fuck with Bree. Oh yeah, no, you, you got a few, you got a few people who fuck with you in here. For sure. Bree, come on stage. I invited you on. Oh, I think she's on now. Bree, you, you can on mute. I think she muted. What's up? Hey, girl. What's hey, girl. <laughs> I have not talked to you in so long. How have you been? I know. I saw you. So I'm working at Spotify now. So I'm literally working while I'm in the chat. Oh, my <laughs> so, God. Good. Congrats. Yeah. When I saw that they were going to have you on, I was like, that's my girl. I got to come support. Period. Yeah. Flo's first show was amazing. Those kids were acting crazy, singing word for word the whole time. Yeah. Wait, was that... Are you saying, what school was it again? Was it UCLA or? Either UCLA or USC. I cannot remember. It was super far from wherever your hotel was. Yeah, I remember. Those shows in LA went crazy. Yeah. I noticed like when the crowd is like really fucking with me, it's hella easy to just perform because you just, it's just a vibe, you know? So, yeah. Yeah, I think the college scene is like a, it's like a, it's like a pretty supportive scene, like you know, especially like artists. Like I remember, shit, when I was when I was in um college, I remember that was around the time like motherfucking J Cole was like kind of you know doing his college thing, you know what I mean? And like yeah. those performances are like burning my memory. So it's like I think that's where you get the most intimate connection mm-hmm. with like an artist because like they almost become yours in a way because right. you're watching them grow, and mm-hmm. it's kind of like you almost send them off into the world to be like a mainstream artist, right? That's exactly what it is. And then them times when you in school, you know, when shit get hard, like, that be your muse. That be, like, you know, your getaway music and shit. So I feel like anybody in college or who in school going to always remember that. 
Yeah, no, that's definitely fire. Uh, let me see. We got any more questions in the chat? I see a lot of people in here showing you love. Do you, you get recognized a lot? Like when you like, you know, say you like run to the store, you go to Walmart or some shit like that? Oh, yeah, all the time, man. And it'd be so crazy because I'd be thinking like I'm being so low key. But no, every time they'd be knowing. I just had this girl notice me the other day in the store. And I'm thinking I'm just so low key. I got my shades on, glasses, hoodie, everything. They still be, hey, Joe Millie. I'm like, what the fuck? How did you know? But no, they'd be knowing. Yeah, and Andre wants to know, he says, how do you pick, like, you know, what artists you're going to, like, cover or whatever the case is for your videos? Oh, um, they they normally send in, like, a, um, I forgot what it's called, like, like you know, no, you know, they trying to ask, like, how the, the actors and stuff begin, they begin casting, like, they'll send me a bunch of, like, people, and I'll be like, oh, I want them type shit, but yeah, it's more so, like, a bunch of, like, uh, yeah. Yeah. No. I think you muted yourself. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, no. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Like, yo, y'all are wild in the chat. <laughs> so somebody says, do you want? Do you want to win like eventually like a Grammy? You know, like like when you, you talked about performing at war shows earlier. You know, you definitely got uh, um nominated for awards before, but like, do you kind of look at like you know? you eventually want to like take home like a Grammy or like how how do you look at, you know, accolades in terms of awards? The Grammys are definitely on my vision board. Um, I do not play when it comes to like speaking in things I want and I've been doing that since a kid. So Grammys, a couple of Grammys is on the list, not just one, but yeah, I definitely want to win some. Nah, that's fire. Listen, man, um, anyone else with any more questions or anyone else wanted to uh, uh, get on stage? Listen, speak now, forever, hold your peace. Y'all want to thank um, Flo Millie for rocking out with us. You know, we got to know a little bit about her. You know, no, she put Mobile out Wait, there. You're you Earth sign, aren't you? Man, I don't know nothing about that. Like, uh, Earth sign? Wait, <laughs> I'm a Taurus. What's that? <laughs> That's an Earth sign, yeah. You, you are. Okay, what does that mean? Tell me what that means. It basically means like you're, hmm, I don't know. I feel like Tauruses, y'all are really stubborn. Y'all like food. Y'all love to, y'all have good taste in food and music and stuff. But that's just like a little detail about y'all. But Earth signs are really like caring people. We're just, we have like old souls. Hey, what are you? I'm a Capricorn. Oh, that means you were born in like December or something, right? No, I was born in January, but yeah. Close. Oh, January. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah, I have no idea what that Zodiac stuff means. That sounds like some palm reading stuff. I don't know what's <laughs> going on. Keep it on. But I'm going to be honest with you. Yo, 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 I, yo, like, just talking to you, like, you kind of, you're, like, radiant in a way where, like, your personality just gives off, like, great energy. Uh-huh. And, like, you know, I could tell, like, a lot of the things that's happening to you, like, in your career, mm-hmm. you know, it's happening for a good reason. I could tell, like, you have a very positive mind for stuff which is good. You know what I mean? Like there's certain people who, you know, you could kind of tell from their voice, from their character, their charisma is just like, you know, they're pessimistic or whatever the case is. Looks like you, you know, you got a very, you know, positive outlook on stuff. So I think it's dope. Thank you. No, I definitely, I mean, it's too much negative shit in the world anyway to be, you know, focused on that. So I try to look at the best in every situation, but I definitely got some goals and I done reached a couple of them, so I'm trying to reach the list. But yeah. Hey, for the people who aren't that familiar with your music, right? You know, mm-hmm. um, whether they're listening to this on on Green Room or they're listening to this later on Spotify, what songs? Give them three songs they should just go to to like, you know, what I mean, get like a decent gist of like what you about and like what type of music you make. Mm, definitely in the party. Uh, B flow mix. And like that bitch for sure, cause my music just gives off like confident bad bitch vibes. Um, yeah, fuck a nigga vibes. That's what it gives off. So if you like that, 
then you'll love my music. Uh, somebody described your music early in the chat. They were like, yo, <laughs> your music is kind of like <laughs> the city girls if they, if they could rap really, really well. Oh, no. <laughs> Y'all got to stop. <laughs> I love the city girls. I love the city girls, though. But yeah, no, no, no. That's dope, though. Yo, listen, I'm rooting for you. I think you're going to go on to do, like, great things. Um, You know, just, again, this conversation with you, just kind of, like, you know, find out certain things about you like has kind of made me want to root for you even more. So, you know, I'm sure you're going to be successful. You're going to go on and accomplish all the things um, you're destined to. And the best part about it is that, you know, we know for sure that you, you take the art serious and you prioritize it over everything. So, you know, um, I think you have the blessings of a lot of, you know, legends before you. And I'm pretty sure there's a lot of fans like uh, ahead of you that you're going to be getting in the future, you know? For sure. I can't wait. And thank you for having me. Um, you know, hopefully we have more conversations in the future. I'm sure yeah. we'll see each other or talk to each other again. So, nah, yeah. Next, next time we do it in person. I ain't gonna let you get your hair done for no reason. <laughs> just told you. No. Next time we do it in person. I'm telling you that right now. Matter of fact, can't. let's do that. The, the next time you're dropping a project, we're doing it in person, okay? I might have to come to, come down to Mobile. You feel me? Oh shit! Come on, come to Mobile. We gonna we gonna shoot it right in Pritchett. That's where we gonna go. <laughs> All right, man. All right. Um. Now, thank you. Now, thanks for being here. And by the way, thanks everybody for uh, coming out. This has been another episode of uh, Off the Record Live on Spotify Green Room. You guys will be able to catch this episode, like you know, um, in a playback uh, on Spotify when we're done. But I want to tell y'all, all y'all, please go support, go stream, go check out Flo Millie, check out her music. And hopefully, you know, this conversation kind of helps you got get a little bit more better understanding of what she's about and also what she stands for. All right. All right. Thank you, guys. I will talk to y'all again. All right. All right.